It's either Sean Bean or Sean Vaughn. You can't have it both ways. That's my motto in life. That's my real motto. That's pretty funny, actually. Hello, and welcome to the 11th episode of our podcast, Tales from the Table. I am Cloud, the dungeon master and creator of this adventure, and around our virtual but no less wonderful table we have... Athanasius. Flower. And Caden. All right, last time, our heroes made short work of the small stone golems which attacked them, drawn by the noise of the previous battle between a larger golem and a mysterious stranger. The stranger escaped, however, and while the party was held up by the small stone guardians, who knows where she might have gone. With night drawing in and a storm brewing outside, the party considered taking a rest to recover from the day's ordeals, but Captain Virtinia, agitated by the presence of someone she considered a threat and a rival, wanted to press on. What exactly is going on with Virtinia? Will our heroes be able to catch up with the stranger? Will they be able to get to the artifact at the heart of the ruins first? And what hard choices will they be forced to make if they do? Find out right now. All right, you guys, what's up? We have three doors to choose from, I believe. Three hallways. Who wants to piss off Cloud as much as possible by splitting up? Yes. We're splitting up? Yep. Virginia's going back the way we came. I'm taking the one on the right. Athens going in the middle and you're going left. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Is that really what you guys want to do? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no. Okay, yes. It will make things I'm as hard as possible sarcasm. for you. I'm sensing sarcasm. <laughs> just to just to mess with you, it is. Yeah. I mean, just to you, make it as can. hard as possible for you. Where's that? I need that other meme of Matt Mercer with his like hands together, like a Bond villain, saying, "You can certainly try." Oh please. Is Matt Mercer that other D and D guy? Yes, with the the long hair. We don't talk about other D and D guys. I have no idea who Matt Mercer even is. Like, who even is that guy? Okay. Uh, yeah. So you have a door that leads, or a door. It's an open hallway. There's a hallway leading, for lack of a better term, just like north, straight ahead. Uh, then there's one to the left, and then there's one to the right, and then there's the one behind you that you came in. You can't just use north and then say left and right. Agreed. It's either Sean Bon or Scene Bean. You can't have it both ways. Look, when I make these maps, they sort of exist in, like, empty space, right? Like, I, I don't know which way is north. It's okay for there not to be an actual north, but if you're going to say north, then you gotta keep using cardinal directions. Okay. Right. There's a hallway to the north. There's a hallway to the east. There's a hallway to the west. And there's a hallway south, which is the one that you came in. See, because when you were saying left and right, I was thinking like immediately left and right of the door. So like north, northeast and north, northwest. Oh, no. But now I know it's different. Flower's going to like screw up his face thinking real hard, going, going between the different doors. And he'll say, well, probably not the middle one, because that's the one the golems came out of. Right? True. Or maybe it's the middle one because that's what the golems are guarding. I mean, the 
the dragon lady would have had to get past him then. Oh yeah, you're right. She did seem very nimble on her feet. I doubt she would have had much of a difficulty getting past them. I mean, attacks of opportunity are attacks of opportunity, but... Unless you use the disengage action. You can't disengage from multiple people in a single turn. Can you not? No one cares about this, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Let's go it's left. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. <laughs> all right, left first, in. all in favor? I raise, like, <laughs> all four of my hands. <laughs> Oh, Caden well, does, does that it. kind of like so-so symbol with his hand. He's like, Caden <laughs> doesn't know where to go. Athens sees Flower raising all four of his hands, and he's like, "Well, can't argue with that." No, that's uh, that's pretty airtight right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is that how we're gonna do votes from now Follow on? Follow the snake with eight <laughs> intelligence. Let's do it. It's perfect. Eight intelligence, but uh, assuming I Flower see. has five fingers on each hand. That would be 20 fingers, which is a lot. Oof, it's a lot of fingers to contend with. It is. That's like twice mine. It is, in fact, exactly twice yours. Uh, if, you, if you do the math, you'll find, you'll find out it works out to exactly twice. No toes, though. Right, let's no go. Toes. All right. Uh, so, so we're going down are... to eat the West Passage. All right. Off to the West. Okay. So, yeah, you head down this stone hallway. Uh, it's pretty, it's very straight. Uh, no twists or turns or anything. Uh, why don't you guys make me perception checks? 19. Not good. Uh, seven. 18. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Uh, Flower and Caden. Oh, here, I'll make a quick one for Virginia as well. Just in case she rolled really well. Okay, uh, Flower and Caden. Uh, as you guys... Oh, can you guys also tell me what order you're going down the hallway in? Caden's last. <laughs> Is it so narrow that we can't go down together? You definitely can't all four, like, go... Abreast. Yeah, maybe two of you could walk next to each other. It might be a little bit of a squeeze. So it'd probably be, like, Virginia Flower up front, and then me and Caden in back. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. All right, so Flower and Caden, as you walk down this hallway, um, something just feels slightly off, and it takes a little bit for it to sort of sink in what it is. You've been in these ruins pretty much all day now, and you've, you know, seen a lot of, you know, what they have to offer, and a bunch of it is, you know, pretty much the same. It's all made of this, you know, dark gray stone, um, a lot of the hallways are very straight. Most of the rooms are circular. That seems to be sort of the architectural preference of the race that built this. But they are ruined. So like a lot of there's always been a lot of like dirt, uh, rubble, cracked stone, that sort of thing. Uh, lots of boulders laying around, you know, that sort of thing. It's a ruin. It's all crumbly. And as you guys go down this hallway, you actually... The thing that sort of, like, registers is that all of a sudden there's, like, no rubble. There's no boulders, no crumbly places. I mean, there are certainly, like, cracks in the wall and stuff like that, but there's just, like, nothing, like, strewn around on the ground. No, no boulders, no rocks, no tiny pebbles, nothing. Not even any dust gonna pop off another divine sense and see if i pick up anything different this time 
Okay, interesting. Uh, and that, just to refresh my memory, it, it just tells you the presence of anything influenced by chaotic magic in the vicinity, right? Mm-hmm. 16, or 60 feet, not under full cover. Okay. Yeah. So in this hallway, uh, you, again, you feel that sense that you did back, oh boy, like right before the centipede burrows, right? Mm-hmm. A long time ago. So you feel that same sense of shifting unsettled magic all around you in the air the stone the clouds above you everything is sort of uh full of that shifting chaotic magic but uh apart from that general sense again you feel uh Caden and Athanasius and Virtinia all also have that uh chaotic magic inside of them the same way that you do apart from that you you don't feel anything. Hmm. All right. I guess this sort of reminds me, and since I'm walking right next to Virginia, I'll just sort of casually ask, like, so, uh, magic, huh? Um, uh, magic? Uh, what what about it? I mean, we 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 are all in on this, right? In we're friends? On fr- well, I mean, we're all employees. Employees. You know, friends, yeah, same thing, right? Uh, sure. Uh, are you referring to the the magic that that you possess? That, um, yeah, yeah, that, and you as well. Uh, when you say that, uh, her, you instantly see fear flash across her face. Uh, she masters it pretty quickly, but uh, she did not want you to find out about that. Oh, oh! Don't worry. We're we're all cool with it. I mean, what are we gonna do? Daddle on you? No. But I think we should all we should all know what each other can do, so we can you know work better as a team. That's the whole point, right? Uh, being a team. Yes. T- yes. Of course. Of course. Um. Yes. I I developed some magical uh, abilities after the calamity, as as I. Th- think if I'm intuiting correctly you did and Mr. Onyx Cobble and Mr. Anguissian as well. Yeah. I had some before the calamity as well, but yeah. Yeah, but she's not she's not bringing that up. That's everybody knows that. I mean, you were at the university. That that's that goes without saying. Uh, yes. I uh sometimes I can um let's just say have inklings of things that might happen before they do sometimes Ooh. i can yes uh i have uh, my abilities are not are not great and not particularly um always useful in battle uh sometimes i can send messages to people who are far away uh, and other small things of that nature. N- nothing that uh, that might be particularly important in, in this sort of endeavor. Useful, certainly, but uh, I prefer to uh, keep such things closely guarded, even in these, uh, we might say, uh, slightly more open and enlightened times since the upheaval 
Kate or Flower will I almost called myself Caden. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Flower will pin to mind zipping his lip and like wink and be like, You got any premonitions about what's at the end of this tunnel here? She looks around and she says, No, uh, not at the moment. Uh, I will certainly, certainly let you know if I uh, if I do. Um, this seems like a pretty ordinary hallway to me. Yeah. Yep. Sure is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you, Caden or Flower, do you share what you noticed with anybody else? I mean, I'm assuming the rest of us are close enough that we can hear them talking. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. I don't mean the conversation that just happened with Virginia. That was easily audible to everybody. I mean, hey, there's noticed... not a whole lot of rubble in this hallway. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Splendid. <laughs> 10 out of 10 RP. <laughs> okay, so Kane's like, Kane's like, hey, uh, Hey, this hallway seems a little cleaner than the room. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> uh, Virginia kind of looks around uh, when you say that and kind of frowns and is like, mm, yes, uh, not a lot of rubble in here. Do you, uh, I don't know, do you think that's relevant? Probably hey, not. Cloud. Yes. Is this hallway similar in architectural design to the rest of the ruins, apart from not being in ruins? Uh, yes, and it's still... Let me make sure I'm saying this right. It is definitely still in ruins. Like, there are cracked spots in the walls where stone has fallen away. Uh, or, uh, like, yeah, it, it still looks ruined. The only thing missing is all the crumbly bits that are usually all over the floor are somehow gone. Almost like a really thorough janitor came through and cleaned the whole place. Oh, you took it. So Caden was going to say, uh, so uh, Virginia asked if it's relevant. Caden's going to say, not unless our mysterious bandit is the local janitor. <laughs> uh, Virginia frowns even more and kind of purses her lips. She doesn't say anything. I mean, no reason to not keep moving. Yeah. Okay. How how long is this hallway? <laughs> Three <laughs> miles. <laughs> it goes on forever. Three no, it doesn't. It's long. maybe like. Let me look at my map. Yeah, it's maybe like a hundred and twenty feet long or something like that. I'm gonna take out some of the centipede meat and just start nibbling on it because I'm getting hungry. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, it tastes kind of, you know, nasty. It's centipede yeah. meat. Then again, yeah. who knows what, I mean, like, your tastes might be completely different than other people's. I mean. Yeah. How do snakes taste? I honestly have This is have a question no for another time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll make a little note. Research how snakes taste. But there we go. All right. Yeah. As you go along, you see uh, suddenly the hallway comes to an end and it looks like there is a another opening. Again, there's no door or anything. Uh, into another chamber uh, that's sort of, you know, pitch black. Uh, you guys, I think you've been carrying torches this whole time. I don't know. Virginia's the only one who has dark vision, so you guys must have been. Have to be. Yeah. I'm not sure if we had torches or if I cast light, but one of those oh, things Well, happened. either way, it doesn't, nah, it doesn't really matter. I'll just assume you guys have light, uh, but there's definitely no light in this 
uh, room that you're approaching. Okay, Flower and then Virtinia also uh, make another perception check. Not so good. Five. <laughs> Virginia just crit failed. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Uh, Flower and uh, Virginia, um, you take a step forward into this new room and immediately you sink up to your waist in something very sticky. Uh-uh. Yep. I taste it. Oh, that's a bad. That's a bad idea. Uh, I should say you sink up to your waist and you take one d six acid damage. So uh, hold on. One I don't sec. taste it. I was gonna say <laughs> I taste it through the outside of my body. <laughs> uh, take three acid damage. Ouch. All right. So Athen and Caden, uh, you guys in the back. All of a sudden, you see uh, Virginia and Flower suddenly fall, but they don't fall very far. They sort of just like sink into what looks like the floor. Okay, I just don't have anything to help. Uh-huh. So, Kane's gonna... Does it matter who was on left, who was on right? Like, who was I behind? Whoever I'm closest to, I'm just gonna grab. <laughs> I mean, you're closest to Athanasius, I think. Grab him. Well, okay. <laughs> just... <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I was well, I okay. I was and, like don't even come up to his waist, so like I'm just holding onto his leg like a little kid. I was assuming that if the people in front failed their perception checks and or their dexterity saving throws and sank into this substance, uh that the people behind them would I wasn't gonna make them make perception checks or dexterity throws because I figured you guys would stop moving. I'm not going to go into the sludge. Okay. I'm going to try and grab them from where we were in yeah, the hallway. We're going to try to pull them out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So they're, they're, they're just knows. jump in. They're they helping. see them fall and they <laughs> just jump I, right in. I do a nosedive. <laughs> you land on flower and push him further in oh, and then no. dive. <laughs> I have gust blow down. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't do that. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you guys see... Flower and Virtinia sink into this substance. Uh, they take damage, so Virtinia cries Ouch. out uh, as this acid burns uh, any exposed skin, even burns uh, like through her clothes a little bit. Um, and everybody roll me initiative. Initiative? Oh, yeah. Acid slimes. <laughs> acid spit? Hero! <laughs> what a waste of a 20. Aw. 22. 14. As as per usual, Caden on point with the rolls. <laughs> Sorry, what did you roll for it's your initiative? Four. Oh, it's a well, four. I added, four. I added two. If it, had been, if it had been a one, you could have re-rolled. That's true. That's true. Good good thing you play a halfling <laughs> in this campaign. Uh, Athanasius, you are up first. I cast light. I mean, I don't think you have to do that. I think you already have. Well, then you should give us more information about what's happening. If we can actually see what they're sinking into and shit, then you need to tell us. You ah, can't just say a substance. Sorry. Uh, well, I mean, you don't necessarily know what the substance is. Um, there's a good reason why I didn't tell you what it looked like. Uh, because it is invisible unless you notice it. You failed your perception check, so you didn't notice that this patch of floor looked any different. Uh, now that you look at it more closely, though, you see that it is, in fact, a clear uh, 
translucent substance. Uh, maybe if you had to describe it, you would say it looked kind of like jello. Gray jello. No, not gray. Um, it, now that you are looking at it, uh, you see that kind of like the water in a pool, um, it had sort of like, you know, when you look through the water in a pool and like, you can kind of like see the walls and the floor and stuff, that's what was going on. But when you actually look really closely at it, now that you're up close to it, uh, you can see that it itself is clear. It doesn't have any color. Okay. You can see some other like rocks and boulders and stuff suspended like in its depth. So we can see their feet. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Um I'm gonna shoot it with a crossbow. Okay. Not great. Ten to hit? Yep, you hit it. Oh. Oh, okay then. It's pretty stationary, so its armor class is not great. Six damage. Alright, as your crossbow bolt sinks into this jelly-like substance, uh, you see the whole surface of it gives sort of like an angry shudder and ripple. It, it didn't like being hit by that. Uh, but Virginia and Flower are continuing to slowly sink into this substance. They're already up to their waists, and they're, they are sinking even further as you watch. How big is this? I imagine it was like the, covering the whole room. Uh, nope, not quite covering the whole room. Uh, there is sort of like a rough, now that you can sort of see more clearly, you see that there's sort of like a rough pit in the floor. Um, it was definitely made naturally. It wasn't like, uh, cut by stone cutters or anything like that. Um, but roughly you would say it's 15 feet across, um, maybe in sort of like a rough, you know, circular-ish shape. Um, and then beyond it uh, is what looks like more solid floor. You're pretty sure that it is solid. Uh, 15 feet from you. Uh, and then the floor goes back a little way. Uh, and then there's uh, a wall. Uh, again, uh, this room, there are some really large boulders, but anything smaller than that seems... Uh, to... It got et by the slime. Yeah, you can see some little stones inside this slimy substance. And maybe you think to yourself, maybe this is the janitor. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, um, if you look too, this room is, um, it's kind of like a skinny rectangle. And you've come in at the bottom and uh, it stretches off to your right so what we had defined before as a north sort of direction uh and it looks like there are more uh more pits in the ground uh you don't see any more jelly though this looks like the only jelly you can see in this room i mean <laughs> that's what we thought when we came in so i'm not trusting well pits. <laughs> okay it, it, it's true although you do have a better idea of what to look for now so that's fair yeah uh, next is Virginia, um, and she, um, what is she going to do? Because she's sinking, let's see, she's going to try to almost like swim and, and get back to the the place where she fell off. So the, the opening of the hallway that you guys are, are standing in. Hold on while I check the rules real quick to see how much of a strength check this is going to take. Okay, so Virginia makes a desperate struggle and sort of 
pushes her way through this oozy jelly and like sort of kicking her legs desperately um sort of uh doing a little bit of like a um like a breaststroke with her arms and she manages to uh, grab hold of the ledge of the hallway and pull herself uh back up uh sort of shaking and spluttering onto uh, the solid stone of the hallway flower you are next I'm going to attempt to do the same thing, but there's a lot more of me and a lot more tail, so I'm probably, like, churning it up as I try to wriggle my way out. Yeah. We'll still say, I mean, we'll go by the book. DC 12 strength check. 16. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you were only partway into this stuff, fortunately. Uh, So you, and you have four arms. That's got to help. So... You managed to... I've got four forearms. I know. You have <laughs> four forearms. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you managed to grab hold of the ledge and pull yourself uh, back out, including all of your tail. Ugh. Yeah, some of it is still kind of... There's this sort of like sticky wetness all over the parts <gasps> of you that it's were inside. It's like I threw up, but on the outside. Yeah, it's really gross. It's like you're molting. Ugh. Molting is not half as bad as this. Okay, Caden, you're next. So are they back on our ledge or are they further in the room? Yeah, so they've they've hauled themselves back into the hallway. I'm assuming that right now you guys are all sort of crowded up on top of each other uh, as they struggle to get back onto firm ground. Okay. Um, Caden's just gonna, gonna whip out his bread and butter. <laughs> Static bolt? Static bolt. All right. Here we go. And he's like, he's almost just, it's almost like a static arc, except it's not because it's also less damage. <laughs> yes. Yes, Caden. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Do you have something you'd like to share with us, Caden? I rolled a seven. Oh, okay. Uh, that hits. He rolled a seven after he re-rolled the one. No, no, that's the... That's the seven after my spell attack bonus. Fortunately, this is a jelly in a pit, so a seven still hits it. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) It's just sitting there. I know, this is is your lucky fight. It sounds like I actually just cannot, I can't miss this guy. Pretty much. Because that was a, I rolled a two. Right. So yeah. I could only crit fail to miss it, but I can't crit fail to because I'm a halfling. Yeah. So fun fact, this enemy's armor class is actually six. So in fact, you cannot miss. So congrats. This is great. This- yeah. This is, this is your fight. Okay. So that was four damage. Okay. It's the only fight your dice can't screw you over on. <laughs> Congrats, we found one. <laughs> uh, lovely audience, we are working on getting uh, Mac a new set of dice. Uh, he plays in one. multiple campaigns with us, and his dice, he rolls more ones. I've never seen anything like it. It's really bad. Uh, he's very really really lucky bad. that his character's a halfling in this campaign. Okay. Hey, at least it's not more 20s, because then you would never believe me. Well, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I end up rolling quite a few 20s. I really should have like a dice cam going or something. Uh, But then people would see my messy bedroom and we don't want that. 
Okay, yeah, your static bolt arcs through the air, uh, not very far, and hits this mass of jelly, and it gives an even angrier shudder, and a piece of it, uh, almost like a long sticky arm, suddenly shoots out of it. And oh, dear lord. Yeah, let's see who it goes for. Oh, Athanasius. God damn it. Every time. <laughs> I, I rolled for like it. like every time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Athens shakes his fist at the sky. <laughs> and I believe an 18 hits you. Yes. All right. Uh, this hand... Uh, strikes you, uh, hand for lack of a better term, it's more like a big, just like, punching fist made out of jelly, uh, comes out and smacks you for ten acid damage. Ouch. It's got a sizzle. Yeah, there's kind of a smell of, like, burning, I, I don't know what armor you're wearing, leather? Singed scales? Um, chain. Chain? Oh, okay. There's maybe sort of like a rusting metal smell then. It's not good. Definitely, a, definitely a sizzle as this thing smacks you. I. All right, then it's your turn. Smacks me with his noodly appendage. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, it does. Um, I'm a total to dead the shit out of this thing. Oh, okay, Ooh. nice. <laughs> How good's that wisdom on this giant blob? <laughs> um, why don't you take a guess? Not good. Not good. Nope, nope, it is jelly. No. <laughs> no, not even a little bit? Not even close. Wow, that's, uh, that's too damage. <laughs> okay, well, it's not nothing. Hot damn. Okay, Virginia is next. Yeah, she'll pull out her crossbow, uh, since she saw that thing smack you. Uh, she'll pull out her crossbow and see if she hits it. Uh, yes. Yeah, she does. And... Surprise. I know. It's shocking, right? All right. And she deals it 10 damage. So at this point, um, you guys, like, you've sunk a couple crossbow bolts into it, little static bolt, little uh, dose of uh, knowledge about its own mortality, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which didn't make much of an impression on the jelly because uh it has a wisdom score of six and an intelligence of one literally the <laughs> lowest intelligence score you can have uh and uh does not understand any languages so probably you know not really any more aware of its mortality than the crumbling stone around you uh didn't make much of an impression uh you have if you have a one in then like any like ability score, doesn't that mean you can't make saving throws for that score? I'm not sure. But its wisdom is six, so it only has a score of one in intelligence and charisma. Yeah, yeah I know. It's, so it's just something that I thought about. It's not very charismatic either. It's not gonna give any charming speeches. <laughs> Barely counts as sentient. <laughs> I, I and it says it doesn't understand language, so uh, I'm gonna say I'm not sure if it actually is sentient. It's just some really angry jelly. Um, the way like a, a sea sponge would be, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's just kind of angry, acidy slime. 
Okay, so at this point, you guys have hit it with some stuff. Uh, you notice that the bolts don't really make, the, the crossbow bolts don't really make much of an impression. They just sort of sink into it where there's already a bunch of stuff. Uh, the static bolt, yeah, it wasn't super happy about that, but it also, maybe there was like a little bit of a smell of burning jelly, but again, doesn't seem to have made much of a mark. Um, this thing is big, and it doesn't seem like you're making a whole lot of a dent on it. Okay, Flower, you are next. Well, let's see what some machete will do, and I'll be like, Oh no! Uh, stand back, everyone! Okay. Oh, dear lord. I mean, yeah, it hits. <laughs> I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah, macheteing I mean, a slime is not a good idea. Flower doesn't know any better. Okay, ten damage. Okay. Slashing damage. Yeah, you sort of slash into this jelly, and you kind of make a cut, but it doesn't really do very much, because it's kind of made of jelly, and it just sort of, you know, reforms. Um, and why don't you why don't you make me a bit of a dex saving throw there? Yeah. See if you get splashed by any of the goo. I don't. I got 19. Oh, nice. Okay, you you sinuously uh move your body out of the way as little flecks of of acidy jelly fly through the air from your machete cut. I try to catch it on my shield so that it's not like I don't duck out of the way and there's someone right behind me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you can catch it on your shield. Is it what's your shield made out of? Um, it's like I think it's like some sort of a hardened wood that's boiled in um sap or something to oh, give yeah. it that extra sort of okay. oomph. There are, I mean, just like weird random fact here. There are some tropical hardwoods that are harder than some metals. So, uh, yeah, I was sort of thinking about that because he grew up in the jungle, so he certainly wouldn't have like steel armor or um, shields or anything. That's yeah, way too hot. and I love so I'm like, what I, would be an alternative. <laughs> I love the flavor of like wooden armor, but that still has like obviously like the same stats as the normal heavy armor that. A, you know, a paladin would wear. But I love that it's made out of wood. Yeah, there's like these trees that grow in Brazil. I think they're called ebe. And they're like the hardest wood in the world. Yeah, so it could be something like that. Yeah, sure. Um, Yeah, so these little flecks of acid hit your wooden shield and, you know, sizzle a little bit. Um, But no harm done. Okay, next is Caden. As a free action, Athens is going to be like, uh, flower, do you have anything else you can attack it with? I sort of gestured to the spear on my back. Like, <laughs> or I can bite it. <laughs> Athens is like, yeah, go go for the spear. Please bite it. <laughs> I could try to constrict it. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> oh my that would God. go so well. Oh, that's probably, I don't think I can constrict a large creature. Or can hey, I? hey, guys, have we thought about maybe this isn't the right way to go? Cajun says as he winds up for another spell. <laughs> as in, we shouldn't be attacking the slime? Or as in, this isn't where the bandit went? This isn't where the bandit went. Probably not, but I don't know. Do you just want to leave it? I mean, we're not doing much to it, and it burns, apparently. You said, did you say there weren't any other exits to this room? Why don't... So you guys are right up uh, on the... I'm assuming still pretty close to it since you're attacking it. You can see into the room now. Uh, why don't you guys make me more perception checks really quick? Natural one. Nice. You guys. 18. You guys. 
Yes. Yeah. I got higher than a two. Oh, that's Yay. right. Congrats. Was it a three? It's a 16. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey. It was a three. I have plus 13. <laughs> Athen, and we'll say Caden too. Uh, as you guys are... Uh, sort of right up on this cube. So I I said that this was kind of like a skinny rectangle. You're at the south end of it, and then it stretches off to the north. And there are some more of these pits. Uh, no more jelly that you can see. However, um, you see something glint inside one of these pits on like a little. They're not like like I said. They weren't. They're not like uh, smooth sided pits they weren't made by a stone cutter or someone making intentional traps or something like that these are clearly like natural pits that formed in the ground over time and you see something sparkle in one of them uh one of the ones that's uh not the one that the jelly is in that's further along uh in the room all right well i suddenly feel compelled to stay caden was just arguing to leave so athens if you want to say something about it yeah, sorry, I should have had you guys do that. I should have mentioned that earlier. That's the dungeon master uh, seeing how, how much of a sense of greed you guys have. Yeah, I think Athens is like, well, we could just leave, but there is something shiny over there. It could be another power source, maybe. It could be something useful. Where? He points <laughs> at the pit. <laughs> so, um, uh, let's see. Flower bellows and is super into fighting. But the this. the the cube is between cube. us and the rest of the room, right? It is. Okay, so Caden's just gonna, just like, okay, I got it, and he's gonna jump. I wanna. Can I use my ten foot thing to jump over it? Is that enough? Um, is that the one when you have to cast a spell first? Yeah, I'll, I'll cast a spell with it, but. You could also potentially, so you can make a running jump, and then it is possible that you could use gust on yourself while you were in midair to push yourself further than your normal long jump would take you. I guess I could. Oh, I looked up the rules for a long attack? jump at one point. Um, Long jump is equal to your... Um... Strength score. You can jump a distance equal to your strength score in feet as long as you have like a 10 foot run. Yeah, it's if you have like a running start, which you could get. There's a corridor behind you. Um, would it get an opportunity attack? Hmm, interesting question. I mean, it's it's what if you pass within five feet of something? Yeah. So if he jumps more than five feet over it as well, then he would completely avoid its area of influence. All right. But then I'd have to use my, I have to use first level spell to do that, which I'm okay. I was gonna do. That was my plan. You could make this pretty cool. I could. I'm. There's so many spells. Uh, for the sake of our audience, can you elaborate on uh, what thoughts are in your head? So I was, I was first gonna cast Witch Bolt just so that I could oh. keep damage on it, but yeah, that's not exciting. I mean, uh, I was thinking about when, when Flower and Virginia were still in it. I was thinking about trying to use Thunderwave to, like, split it up and get them out, but they're out now. Oh, Thunderwave on this thing would have been awesome. But I don't want to jump to the other side, use Thunderwave, and then blow it back in their faces, but I also don't want to use it before I jump because they're all next to me. I don't think I can make it go to sleep. 
Oh, here we go. Um, I got this. So I wanna, I wanna use my special thing where I jump up ten feet. Okay. And like when I'm right, like above it, mm-hmm. I wanna use my static spray. Ooh. Downwards. That's epic. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, and it has to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, that's not gonna go very well. Nope. <laughs> What's what did it roll? Um, so curiously, it rolled a five, and I believe that it's. Uh, let me just check this real quick. Oh, its dex is minus four. I was hoping its dex was minus six, so I could tell you it had gotten a negative one. Uh, but no, it's not. It just got a non-natural one. That's delicious. Yeah. That's eleven damage. Okay. And then it ignites any flammable objects in it area that isn't being worn or carried Ooh, okay but i don't think there's any is the jelly objects. flammable <laughs> Fledge of flamm- flammable jelly here we go uh the jelly is not flammable um sadly no um but yeah as this sort of uh electrical fire so when i note to the audience i homebrewed most of uh, Caden's spells so that he had access to the same range of spells that a normal sorcerer would have, but with all of them being sort of storm and electricity themed, since that's what Caden's affliction is. Um, So Caden, (laughs) can you remind me, when I wrote this spell, did I describe it as being electrical fire? Uh, So it's based on burning hands. Oh, nice. So that's why I I assume... It's it's just it doesn't say electrical fire, but it's just electricity ignite any. Yeah, kind of but if it can scenario. ignite, okay, cool, because this is what I'm gonna do. Okay. I mean that's what that's what lightning is. It sets things on fire. Yeah, I mean it, it definitely can, right? Not a small shock, but a big one, definitely. Okay, so here's what happens: you, uh, these winds, uh, these mysterious arcane winds from nowhere, sort of whip around you, and you fly into the air. And just as you're at the very height of your the traje- trajectory of your leap, you stretch out your hand, and a blast of, for yeah, for lack of a better term, like electrical fire crackles out of your hands and and shoots down towards this jelly. And as it hits the jelly, you actually hear this sort of high-pitched, sort of moaning, wailing sound, and this this sizzling, uh, and this really nasty burning smell. And it actually, all of a sudden, you see it shudder again, but all of a sudden, it seems to be almost shrinking. And you notice that these pits are actually sort of connected to each other a little bit, these pits in the floor. There's like a little fissure uh, that seems to be connecting one uh, to the other. There are three of them, by the way. So it's in the southmost one right now, and then there's a middle one, and then there's a north one where you saw the silvery glint come from. And as you watch, the jelly starts to try to squeeze itself uh, into the middle pit away from your electrical fire. And you land safely on the uh, other side of the pit. So this is the middle pit between me and the shiny object? Uh, no. I don't believe so. Not the way I drew it. Nope. Uh, there's sort of solid floor uh, that you can walk on over to the other pit on the other side. Can I go over to the shiny object? Is it within walking distance? Um, 
No, I don't think after all the stuff you already did. No, you can get part of the way there, but not all the way there. Wait, now hold on. How much did I have to move? Because I just did my jump. Yeah, but this room is actually pretty long and skinny. Okay, I move my 25 feet towards the shiny object. Okay, cool. Shut I got it. <laughs> He's on the way to getting it. All right, and this, this jelly <laughs> is in the process of trying to squeeze itself into the middle pit. Okay, uh, then it is the jelly's turn, and uh, it's not going to do anything except keep squeezing itself. Uh, it's almost like halfway into the next pit now. You know, have you ever seen like a video of like an octopus like squeeze itself through a really small hole? And you're like, oh my god, how can it do that? That's kind of what it right. looks like when this jelly is doing that. It's a huge jelly, and it's squeezing itself through like such a small hole, but it can do it because it's jelly. As it does so, some of the right. rocks that are inside it sort of ooze out like onto the ground of the pit that it was in with a plunk. Well, it's not my turn, so... No. Uh, it's Athanasius' turn, actually. I'm looking through my spells to see if I can do anything useful with them, but I really can't. Okay. I mean, not obviously spells are useful, but nothing that's particularly useful because of this situation. So I am going to pull the dead again. Oh, I have to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh. Oh, no, I, it still fails. You're lucky, though. Hey, 12 this time. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It uh, After being seared by Caden's fire, a dawning sentience really does start to think about its own mortality. Even though it's just jelly. <laughs> You've electrocuted a brain into it, Caden. Ooh, yeah. It's it's like Frankenstein's monster. You, you shoot it with electricity something. and then it's it's alive. <laughs> okay. Uh now it's Virtinia's turn. Uh she sees it retreating. She's gonna put her crossbow bolt away and or her crossbow away and sort of step up to the edge of the now mostly empty pit uh, and sort of look across at the other side with sort of an appraising eye. Um, and I think she's going to reach into her bag and start pulling out rope. Okay. Uh, Flower, what do you do? Um, let's see. It's not making any sort of threatening gestures anymore. Nah, seems to be retreating. Okay. I will copy Virginia and start pulling out rope as well. I don't know what we're going to use it for, but... Oh, cool. Got rope. Uh, I think she sees you pulling out rope, too. And she says, um, uh, 15 feet is uh, a little much for me to jump. Uh, uh, or you, I think. Um, I I'd rather make a, a bit of a more stable way to cross... Um, That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if uh, um, uh, we can't uh, get uh, Mr. Onyx Cobble to help us secure one of these ropes uh, to one of those uh, much larger boulders on the other side of the room. Caden is halfway across the room, though, so she knows that's right. probably going to have to wait. I imagine we're out of initiative now? Uh, not quite. Yeah, Caden? Caden goes for the shiny object. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you, you can make it, uh, to the edge of this, uh, northernmost pit. Um, and again, it's about 15 feet deep, probably. Uh, and there are quite a few shiny, glinty things inside. 
Um, does, does this pit also have a channel to the other ones? Uh, it does, yes. Mm, so, like, I just climb down and I'm just, like, not going to move any further? or. Uh, yeah, I'll, this this turn, uh, with your... Uh, if you're just doing all movement, um, I think you can start climbing down into the pit, yeah. And when you do, okay. you see a bunch of stuff sort of scattered around. Uh, on the on ledges and on the floor and stuff, um, you see a bunch of silver coins. Um, they're really big. They're like as large as a human's, like the palm of a human hand. So, Caden, for you, they're like even bigger. They're maybe like dinner plates. Uh, oh, Jordan. Yeah, so they're pretty big. Uh, you see a knife uh, that looks um, a little bit tarnished. Uh, but uh, not rusted or anything that's uh, gleaming uh, with a... So it looks like somebody dropped a bunch of stuff in here. Yeah. Um, as this cube has been squeezing itself into the little fissure uh, and then out into the next chamber, a bunch of the rocks that were inside it sort of slurped out onto the ground. Uh, so something similar might have happened here if at one point the cube was in this pit and then slurped itself into one of the others sort of squeezed all its collected stuff onto the ground uh yes there's a knife but these things there's they look like they've been freshly dropped here they're not like covered in they're not covered in slime or anything no anyway there are some coins there's a knife um in sort of a corner you see a uh, like a small stone carving of what looks like a bird and it's inlaid with silver runes so that's kind of interesting uh, there's also a round sphere inlaid with silver runes and there's another sort of like stone pot um it looks just like the ones you found earlier uh, that uh, uh, quite a bit earlier um in the centipede burrows that had that salve inside salve salve i still haven't figured out how to pronounce it properly uh can i see the cube or is it am i too far away nope you're you're too far away you're in the northernmost pit and it was squeezing itself into the middle one so okay yeah so i'm just gonna shout back hey guys there's a bunch of junk in this pit our bandit might have come this way and then I don't know, I'll turn around, because I'm not going to do anything with that stuff. Okay, yeah, you've you've done pretty much as much as you can this turn, I think. Um, okay, next it's the gel's turn, and uh, by now it has squeezed itself all the way into the middle pit. And that's all it's going to do for now. All right, Athen, what are you doing? I kind of think, I see Flower and Virginia start unpacking rope, and I'm like, do we want to kill that thing? Or are we okay leaving it? I think Fertinia gives it a bit of an appraising look and says, I'm not sure killing it is necessary. Uh, if all we want to do is get to the other side of the room, uh, it does seem to really dislike the sort of electrical fire that Mr. Onyx Cobble shot at it. If we need to, I think we could make it retreat again. Yeah, but it touched me with its noodly appendage and I didn't like it. <laughs> she sort of wipes a little bit of slime uh, like off of her pants and says I sympathize uh, 
uh, with that feeling. But I, for one, don't think that my crossbow bo- bolts were having much of an effect. <laughs> I shall. You can call me Caden. <laughs> she smiles, but uh, she's a very formal person, so. Okay, I guess uh, Athens just kind of kind of shrugs and helps Flower to get the rope out and get ready to get across the pit. All right, uh, it's Virginia's turn next. Um, she pulls, she has like a metal grappling hook uh, in her bag, so she starts to tie the end of one of her coils of rope to the grappling hook. Uh, and then she gives it a swing and tosses it across so that it clangs uh, on the other side. She doesn't, like, lasso it around a boulder or anything like that. Um, she's going to wait for Caden uh, to see if Caden can help them get across. Am I up? Uh, yeah, your turn. All right. Flower sort of gives the 15-foot gap an appraising uh, look and says, I think I could make it. And I'm going to move back into a long jump. All right, cool. <laughs> I've got 17 strength, so that should that oh. should cover the the gap. Yeah, for sure. Dungeons and Dragons, really? It just okay. I would just like to make a note. Uh, just like Wizards of the Coast, really? 17 foot long jump? That that's got to be a pretty uh, a pretty superhuman feat. Um, I can't jump more than like five feet. I'm not an athlete, but. Uh, Unless you had, like, a vaulting pole or something like that. I, I would think 17 feet would be uh, a lot. But I, I think, yeah. I'll allow it. If that's, I mean, it's in the book. Uh, right, yeah, I slither up and do that, like, sort of snake strike spring. Oh, yeah. Sort of just jump into the air and bonk down on the other side. Yeah, you wouldn't think that, like, you know, a 300-pound snake dude could, like, just launch itself across a 15 foot pit uh but sure enough terrifyingly you spring and (laughs) launch yourself like a a giant really heavy uh snaky arrow right across that pit and you come down hard on the other side uh but you have crossed the pit uh vertinia's eyes are kind of bugging out (laughs) I think she kind of reached after you as she realized what you were going to do. Like, wait, don't do that. And then you had already done it. And she's kind of like, oh, my God. What did that guy just do? I'm very strong. So I'll secure the grappling hook. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. Caden? Caden's going to get closer to the jelly until he can see it. Oh, okay. Um, If you, like, go up to the, f- like, there's another little fissure connecting your pit with the middle pit and you can see that the jelly has pretty much filled the middle pit now so you can see it okay it looks yeah, like totally jelly bread and butter here okay are you gonna grab the stuff that you found oh no it's in it's in the pit we're fighting a jelly monster with acid damage okay priorities. you're gonna just leave all the treasure in the pit you can go back to it after we've killed the jelly yes unless the jelly comes into that pit and slurps it all up and then we kill the jelly. You you took the trouble to crawl. You were like, I see a shiny thing. And you crawl down into the pit and you see all the shiny stuff. I and thought you're it like, was nope, never one, mind. I thought it was one important shiny thing. I didn't know it was a whole bunch of junk. Okay. All right. And it's just it's just money, right? The sphere. The sphere yeah, with the runes on it seemed pretty important. There's a bird and a sphere with silver runes on them. And a silver knife that is emitting like kind of a faint glow. Oh. And one of those... Uh, like 
stone pots that the ones before had that salve in it. And yeah, a bunch of ancient looking silver salve. coins. It's been too long. Okay, Caitlin go into the pit. I mean, you're already in the pit. <laughs> Unless you went back out and then changed your mind and went back down into the pit. I went back down into the pit. <laughs> oh my god. Caitlin's really indecisive, okay? You guys see a, a small halfling man uh, climb down into a pit, yell, there's a bunch of junk in this pit, climb back out, and then sort of go, eh, and then change his mind and crawl back down into the pit. <laughs> Wait, okay, hold on. I was already in the pit at the beginning yes, of my turn? Of course you were, yeah. You said, I thought you you said were last turn I was seeing it that from you were going to climb down into the pit. I no, thought I you... was outside the pit looking into the pit and seeing all this stuff. Nah, you climbed down into it. And then oh. uh, that's how you were able to see. And then I said you could walk across the pit and look through the little fissure and see the jelly in the one that's next to you. Okay, well, I forgot where I was standing, apparently. Okay, it's I thought fine. I was outside the pit. It's not a big deal. Um, Mac, you literally asked last turn if you had enough movement left to climb down into the pit. I remember that now. It's, it's okay. It's not a big deal. It's okay. I'm just going to... There's a glowing knife and a statue with the bird and, and, and runes. Uh, yeah, and there's a bunch of, of silver coins, which just for simplicity, anytime I have to give you guys money, I just like just count it as money. And don't worry about the mechanics of how you're going to carry it. Okay, it just like whatever. It magically vanishes into your inventory, whatever. Um, so yeah, there's some money and there's a silver knife, uh, a small... A little statue of a bird that's inlaid with silver runes. There's like a small, well, small by giant standards. So pretty big, honestly, stone sphere inlaid with silver runes. And then there's one of those uh, stone pots that the ones you found before had that salve in it that you never quite figured out what it was for. Okay. The knife is glowy? Just a little bit. Almost as if like the it's reflecting a little bit of moonlight or something like that, but obviously it's not because it's inside. Yeah, Caden grabs the knife. Okay. I uh, go for the statue. Okay. Yeah, you can just. I'm. I'm not gonna be fussy. I don't know. If I, you want, yeah, you can I don't pick know up how all much this stuff. I can it's fine. pick up. Okay. I I pick up all the stuff then. Okay, that's fine. Uh, can I climb out of the pit? Yeah, sure. Okay, I climb out of the pit with all this stuff. Uh, then it's the gel's turn. Uh, the gel's not going to do anything. It's staying put in the middle pit. Uh, so as far as I'm concerned, you guys can consider yourselves out of initiative. Uh, the jelly is still there, though. So just keep that in mind. Jelly is there. It's had a brain zapped into it and been reminded of its own mortality. Yeah. <laughs> the jelly isn't... You guys can consider yourself out of initiative unless you do something that would cause the jelly to attack you again. Oh, Caden scared it off, apparently. Yeah, you did. That was really that was really great. Can we say that we got the other two people across the pit? Or yeah, yeah. Now that there's a rope, um yeah, uh Virginia can kind of uh uh oh, what do you call it when you like you like drop down and then you just sort of like uh have your like arms and legs wrapped around it and you sort of crawl uh suspended from the rope and then get out on the other side. I didn't it's know called climbing the rope. <laughs> maybe there's maybe there's not maybe it's only in my imagination i don't know Caden like drops all this stuff on the floor okay. except for the knife he keeps the knife in his hands and just kind of looking at it okay yeah um can he do the arcane check sure <laughs> yes um 
Wait, arcane just uses your 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 spell your your spell uh, thing, right? So, so like, here's the deal. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to make an arcana thing... check, which would be to see if you have any knowledge oh, yeah. about this knife, or are you trying to make a sense magic check, which is a special thing that we only we have? Well, let's do arcana first. So that would be a six. Looks like a silver knife, although the fact that it's glowing just slightly tells you it's probably magic in some way, but you have no idea what that way might be. And then the other one would just be like if I cast Detect Magic. It's sort of a weaker form. So I have a homebrewed rule in this campaign that if you would like to make a check to see if you can sense magic uh, or magical influence in a thing or very close by, it won't give you the same precise information that Detect Magic will. It'll just give you a sense of whether something magical is going on. And for that, roll a d20 and add your spellcasting modifier. Okay, so that's an 11. Yeah, you can definitely sense that there's some magic imbued in this knife, but you don't know what it is. Anybody else doing anything right now? I pick up the sphere. Does it look like um one from the golems? Uh... Yes and no. It's smaller than the ones that are in the golems. Those are about a foot across. Uh, this one fits uh, more easily in your hand. Uh, it's, it's a bit larger, as if it was maybe made to be held in a hand that was a bit larger than your hand. But it's still smaller than the ones from the golems. It also is not glowing, but it does have silver runes inlaid into it. Um... It has, it doesn't have the same channels cut into it. So the, the golem ones and some of the other stuff you've seen has these sort of, uh, yeah, like lines cut into it that are almost like channels. Uh, they look almost a little bit like a circuit board, honestly. Um, whereas this is more inlaid with sort of interlocking and overlapping runes that look a little bit yeah, they, they look they look different. They look more like runes. Uh, you don't recognize them and can't read them. However, uh, somebody else in your party might be able to. That's just what I was going to do. I'm going to say, Athens, does this mean anything to you? You want me to roll a history check? Uh, no, we've already established that you have some proficiency with this language, so I don't think you would need to roll a check. Okay. Yeah, uh, when you take this sphere, you can't decipher all of the runes, but uh, you gather that uh, you see a lot of runes that have to deal with protection and warding, and you also uh, recognize some runes that refer to uh, un like unnatural beings. Um, and within the cultural context, you know a little bit about this ancient society. You gather that maybe um, these uh, types of unnatural beings might be undead or uh, creatures that have been like mutated by magic. Things that uh, in other D&D campaigns might be called aberrations. Uh, so things like that. Seems like this sphere is some sort of protection from undead. Is it... Um... Is it working? It doesn't seem very active. No, it doesn't. Would you like to make an arcana check to see if you can find out more about how its magic might work? Sure. Can I give him advantage by flexing? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Aww. Nice try, though. That's a 15. 
Um, as you sort of hold this sphere in your hands, you can sort of feel the magic potential inside of it. Um, but you know that you would have to activate it in some way. Um, you think that reading some of the runes aloud might do the trick. However, um, uh, how can I say this? Uh, you also get the sense that the magic inside is limited. So it's got some, some protection magic stored inside, but once you activate it, there might be a limited number of times you can use this item. We got a consumable baby. A bit of a note. So I roll all the treasure for this campaign on the random treasure tables in the Dungeon Master's Guide because it's really fun. I love doing that because you never know what you're going to get. Um, but I find it a lot of fun to sort of adapt things to the environment you're in. So I rolled uh, this thing happened to be I rolled a scroll, but it didn't make much sense for there to be like a piece of paper <laughs> rolled up in this crumbling dungeon. Uh, so this is sort of the version of like a stored spell that these ancient people would have used. Are there are there runes on the knife that Caden's holding? There are not. It's just a silver knife that's glowing faintly. You you can sense that there's some magic inside of it though. There were runes on the bird though, right? Yes. Can I read those? Uh you can. Yeah. Um when you take the small, well, small. It's about the size of your hand. A uh, stone carving of a bird. Um the runes on it uh talk about um giant eagles uh that uh, lived in the mountains and uh, you know that they were like indigenous around here uh, and about flight and uh, you gather that this also is something that would be activated with a command word might come to life bird mount bird mount bird mount it might be yeah so so i relay that to the party yeah let's not activate it inside yeah probably no. not yeah, Flower seems very excited about that and then realizes the whole heights thing is less excited. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Flower's like, giant bird, giant bird. Oh, wait. <laughs> Flying through the air. Oh, no. And how much gold should we just Oh, yeah, just uh, 370 GP. Okay. Well, per person? What's yes. the cut no, that we no, get to, uh, to divide amongst yourselves. All right. We each take 100, give 70 to Virginia. <laughs> she's she's fine with that um she's has i think she's already told you she's not really interested in anything you find here except uh the artifact at the end oh well in that case we each take 120 and give her 10 <laughs> okay uh yeah she maybe accepts one of the giant coins from you and is like oh this is certainly an interesting uh piece of ancient history uh maybe one of the people back at the company one of our uh, archaeologists might be interested in taking a look at this yes i think that would make them very happy and she puts one of the coins in her pocket so are we still in a rush or do i have time to try and figure out for a few minutes what this knife thing does i i think i turned to virginia and i'm like i think we at least need a short rest i took a pretty big hit there caden expended some of his magical energy we should probably take a rest well, I don't feel comfortable going to sleep in a room with a 
consuming acidic slime. Yeah. That's a very good point. And uh, I, I think Virginia, too, she's looking around and she says, that's some really fabulous ancient specimens you found there. I don't see any sign of our quarry, do you? No, and you said there weren't any other doors leading out of here, right? Oh, yeah, uh, sorry, there actually is. There's one on the other side of the pit that uh, Caden found the treasure in, and it leads off to the north. So yeah, you can either go back the way you came, or you can take this passage that leads north. I say we go back to the room where we killed the golems and take a long rest. Agreed. Well, I was like, nah, I feel great. And you see sort of um, Athens has been acided pretty bad he's like i got that and i go and lay on hands but i only have like one point left so i'm like oh oh yeah maybe that's a good idea (laughs) that's it for this week make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and please give us a rating and review to help others join our adventure You can find out more about the show and how to get in touch with us on our website, talesfromthetablecast.com. And you can find us on Twitter, at TableTalesCast. This podcast was edited and produced by me, Cloud. Our theme music is by Adhesive Wombat. Special thanks to Matt Marshall for all his help and advice. I literally couldn't have done this without you. This is your Dungeon Master, Cloud, and I hope you'll join us again next week on Tales from the Table. (laughs) 